From across the pond, this is Off the Record with Big C. Thank you, Shaggy. This is Big C, and this is rather strangely, uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, it's actually daylight here today because it's only 6 p.m. in British summertime, and uh, what is it over there? It's uh, 1 p.m., so it's obviously daylight there um, in CBW US land, that is in Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you. This is episode 96 of Off The Record, and hi to everyone. If you are watching on Facebook Live, if you're not, I won't bother waving at you, but thanks for listening. Well, I will. But you will. He's waving at you anyway. Even if you're listening on Spotify or whatever it is, your favourite podcast forum, Pete Sticky Pete is waving at you. Hi, Pete. How are you? Hectic week, I believe. It, yes. Well, it was it was a nice relaxing start to the week, and absolutely manic since I got back from uh, Derbyshire yesterday early afternoon. So, but uh, you know, we're here six o'clock. Good we're to there. Yes. And uh, yeah, I've had a hectic day, of course, as we were discussing beforehand. Uh, a father-in-law taking a turn for the worse. Let's. He's as tough as old boots, though. So uh, we are hoping that he's going to prove everybody wrong and be and outlast us. Um, which these days I never know whether that's it's probably going to happen. Actually, I don't know. Anyway, let's get on with it. We're going old school again today with the preparation means of day we couldn't do last night for various reasons. So here we are today. It's early. It's not bright sunshine, but it's bright. Pete's had to close the curtains. Mind you, he normally has the curtains closed, I guess. But I do. But then when there's not light coming through and it's dark, then I only have half a face. So I look like something out of, you know, our days. And about the opera, maybe. Yeah. Oh, you were that too. Yes, indeed. That too. All right. So we're going to do a chart. Pete is going to reminisce with me of um, about a singles, a top 50, I think you said you're going to do. Um, well, I, I normally we do top 40 and then some... Under- a few extras. I've just looked at these and just thought, no, we'll have a bit of fun, so we'll do all 50. Okay. Well, hopefully we normally get through them reasonably quickly so we can... Uh, we can be a nice early night for, for some, especially with you. You're getting up early in the morning, I know. UK, I assume, this singles chart, not... It is. It is. Mongolia. You, no, it is. <laughs> Mongolian chart will be interesting. I, now you've put that in my mind, I'll do that next time. But we haven't done any preparation. Um, no, it's, um, it is the UK singles chart, top 50, from this very week in the spring preceding the long, hot summer of 1976. Yeah, my O-level year. Probably your A-level? Yeah, well, no, no. No, that? 76 was my second, was the end of my first year at uni. So, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I remember it being really hot that summer. Uh, sitting in um, Assembly Hall, doing my O-levels. Yeah. Not particularly well, it has to be said. I blame the heat. And oh. Pete Downey, my English teacher, you remember Pete Downey? I do, lovely. He was a real, he was a real good guy when he was. He was, he was a, one of the lads. He was not one of the lads, but he was a very good teacher. Sat on the end of the table at the front of the uh, the class, and he he called you all by your first name, and you expected to call him by his first name. But yeah. um, I remember going in for an English exam, and he was standing at the door. And what did he say to me as I walked in? He said, "Good luck, Peter." 
So I that that sort of summed up my O levels. I think it's a real downer, isn't it? It's a real downy, like a big downy. I am. Um, that was the year I did my first year exams at uni. So, which were five papers. I did a politics degree, as you know, and we had to do a subsidiary. And all of the subsidiaries, I looked at all of them and thought, no, this is a horrible, catastrophic nightmare. I don't want to do any of these. It was things like logic, which involved numbers, which obviously you and I are both used to that, and various mm-hmm. things. So the least worst option was early church history from the death of Christ to Charlemagne. So that's right. what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, really? it's, it's narrow, isn't it? It's you niche. It is a bit it's niche. niche. It's very niche. But I did pass. Um, but uh, but our teacher was a Russian Orthodox priest, which, with the benefit of hindsight, I should have beaten the living daylights out of him when he was uh, when he was teaching me all those years ago in the seventies. Because then maybe things would have turned out different in Ukraine. <laughs> but, maybe. But, maybe. But so then I so I had to do my exams in that long hot summer in the massive sports hall at uni, and uh, it was about one hundred and thirty degrees in there. I mean, there's no air conditioning, obviously, because it's a sports hall. Why would you? <laughs> 130 degrees Fahrenheit, I hope. Yeah, I, yeah yes, quite. Exactly. Well, it was pretty warm. It was, up. it was pretty up. Yeah. And everybody in Hull loved it because they'd never seen the sun in about 40 years. So, you know, they were all wandering around going, oh, orange ball in the sky. It was nice. uh, remarkable. Yeah, and blue skies for six weeks. Didn't rain at all. Amazing. There we go. So, anyway. That- that we are doing the spring precursor to the long hot summer. Okay. Now, this will be interesting. Strange chart, and you will probably be able to explain why because you're a nerd. Um, but there are a number of things in here where I've looked and gone, "Why the hell is that in the charts now?" So that's why I'm going for number fifty. I mean, that's why I'm going for um, the top fifty. Sorry, but yeah, fifty upwards. So. Number 50. Yeah. Week. New into the charts. It only peaked at number 50. And it was on the charts for one week. Let me guess. One week. <laughs> yes. And it was entitled Help Brackets 1976 on Parlophone by. Oh, could it be the Beatles? It could. Well done. Congratulations. There we go. You got one Thank right. You. Thank you but, very much. I, I racked why, the brain for that one. I racked the brain. <laughs> why help 1976? What happened? I think that, I mean, I don't know whether there are any other Beatles songs in the chart. Well, now, strangely, you should say that. And not there might be one. Why? <laughs> this may well be why I chose this year. I think I think a lot of the singles, for some reason, were just reissued or re-released. Uh, they had a, they did have a compilation album out that year. Was that the Blue and Red compilation? No, because that was seventy three. Right. No, they had um, they had a compilation album called Rock and Roll Music. I think they released a couple of things from that that would never, that would never release the singles like Back in the USSR. And uh, what else? Was there another one? Maybe, maybe something like even "Got to Get You Into My Life" might have been on there as well. Actually, there well, was some, that, that could that could be what, and uh, there could be other Beatles songs in there as well, or they've already been and gone. Okay, well, there we go. Just, uh, so I thought, well, let's start off. 
and make Colin happy. So we'll get the Beatles reference in very early. Right. Um, Number 49. Is it the Beatles? No. Number 49. Last week, it was 48. Um, It peaked at number 30. Yeah. It spent six weeks on the charts. It's on reprise records or reprise, if you prefer. And it is here, there and everywhere by... Well, of course, there is a Beatle link. I know there's a Beatle link. Oh, naturel. <laughs> and it's a rather excellent version of it. By? I believe it's Emily Harris. It is Emily Harris. It is a beautiful song. Yeah, it's one of his greater songs. Uh, I believe it's Lennon's favourite song of McCartney's. Really? I'm reading that no. somewhere, yeah. Well, so you've got two Beatles references in very early doors. Um, Number 48. Is it the Beatles? (laughs) Last week it was number 40. It peaked at number 40. Mm -hmm. It spent five weeks on the charts. It was released on Bell. And the single is... Yeah, I can tell. You belong to me, which, with the benefit of hindsight, is even dodgier than you'd think. Right. Okay. Seventy-six. A latter, latter day. Not a classic single by any means. I wouldn't have said, but it's on Bell. Mm-hmm. Is it Glitter? It is Gary Glitter, the recently released and reincarcerated. <laughs> I was say, he didn't last long, did he? <laughs> no, three days or something. We went breathed. on a dodgy website and went back in again. There we go. That's it all over. Um, right, now, if you get this next one, I'm going to be really, really impressed, okay? Yeah. Number 47, new into the charts. It peaked at number 47. It was in the chart for just one week. It is on Trojan Records. And it was called Ram Goat Liver. And I'm not quite sure whether that is an exhortation to action or a song title. <laughs> yes, indeed. Is the ram a verb or is it a, a noun? <laughs> Heaven alone knows. Ram Goat Liver. On well, I've absolutely no idea, but I mean, I, if it's on Trojan, I'm guessing it's sort of a reggae stroke scar. Well, the picture yeah. of the gentleman in question has got a green, yellow, and red stripe, so that should give you a clue because that's your Jamaican flag right there. Right. Okay. Right. I'm going to then plump for, I'll go, I don't know. Desmond Decker. No. Somebody called Pluto. Pluto, as in Pluto Shervington. I have no idea. He is is Jamaican. He had one big hit. (laughs) Aside from Ram Goat Liver. Clearly not this one. Ram Goat Liver. He had a hit called Dat, D-A-T. Which makes just about as much sense as Ram Goat Liver. Well, it makes, I was going to, I thought you were going to say it makes just about as much sense as this. <laughs> but that, we digress. That's, right. Okay, yes, that's gone terribly badly. Right. Um, the next one, number 46, new into the charts. 
Um, it peaked at number 46, which I'm surprised by. It was only one week on the charts, and I know this song really well, and I quite like it. It's not my kind of music at all, but I thought, eh, yeah, this is all right. So it is on Arista Records, and it is all by myself. Well, all by myself. It must have got higher than... Well, Eric Carmen. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it must have got higher than 46, surely. Not according to the official charts from which I took this list. Okay. I didn't write things down. I copied it and printed it in colour on paper. Okay. Well, maybe it... Maybe it was re-released. Well, 76 was its year. Well, it's happening at number 46. It peaked at number 46. It was on the charts for one week. Well, I got it anyway, but Eric Carmen, yeah, I'm sure he had, a, he had a bigger hit with that. I mean, that was massive right, in the States as well. Right. Number Ohio, Ohio uh, guy, actually, isn't he? I think he was from Cleveland or from somewhere in Ohio, anyway. No, it's a good the song. Rock. I mean, I did, it's a really nice song. I thought, the yeah. Raspberries. Well, there we go. So, number 45. Um, last week, it was on number 37. So, even with your limited mathematical capability, this one's going down. Um, it peaked at number 37. It was as high as it got. On the charts for four weeks, uh, released on Charisma, famous for being Genesis's label, of course. And the album, uh, sorry, the single is called Spanish Wine, or as I prefer to call it, Rioja. And I love this song, actually. I've Spanish. never heard of it. Spanish wine, yeah. He was, he wrote actually a significant chunk. This is assuming I'm correct here, significant chunk of an album that came out in '68 called Odyssey and Oracle. Who is it? The Zombies. So he is Chris well, White. Well, he is Chris White, yes. Yeah, he was in the Zombies. It's well, that is Beach Boys like actually the song Spanish Wine. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that. I'd never heard it. I wouldn't recognise it if I fell over it in the street. So um, there we you go. You must have heard Time of the Season by the Zombies, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah that no, was it. That was written zombies. by Chris White. I just don't know Chris White. Oh, so, well, there you go. I don't, I don't know that song. Well, well done. That was one I thought you might not get. Um, you're going to get three, well, most of the rest, I would have thought. Oh, maybe not. Um Hang on. Ram Goat Liver. I can't believe Ram, that. I, 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 I only chose this year because of Ram Goat Liver. I thought oh, if, sure. Colin gets, if Colin gets Ram Goat Liver, then I am going to be so impressed, but also or, really pissed off. I was going to say, or disappointed, I would have thought. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, right, number 44. Crashing down from number 23 last week, which was its peak. Um, uh, seven weeks on the charts, though, not doing very much, or only up to 23. This is released on, uh, turns back the page, International. Oh, no, um, it, yeah, it's uh, Philadelphia International. Mm-hmm. So that should give you a clue. Um, and the song is Wake Up, Everybody. Doesn't really help. Wake Up, Everybody. Philadelphia International label, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So it's a Philly sound. Yeah. Of which there are many artists, no doubt. There are, but there's three or four really big ones. So basically you take a punt and you've got as much chance again. And what was it called? Wake up? Wake up, everybody. 
Wake up, everybody. Okay, well, I'm thinking... Um, I was going to say something stupid. I was going to say the De one of the Detroits, but that's not really Philadelphia. No, it's Detroit. I would say then I would have to plump for... Oh, do I get any clues? Like, is it a male artist? Is it a band? It's a it's a male artist with a backing band. Is it Barry White then? <laughs> not that male artist with a backing band. No, it's not. I mean, I mean that that that's the obvious one to choose, or this one, which is Harold Melvin and Blue Notes. All right, okay. So now this next one, I was so happy. I don't know the song, but I was so happy it was in there. Um, number 43. Is it New Rick Wakeman? Eh? Is it Rick Wakeman? No. don't think he's had a hit single anyway, has he? Well, he has, but only as a backing musician. I mean, as an yeah, individual. Yeah. Um, so, number 43, new on the charts, only in the chart for one week, so it peaked at 43. It is released on Manticore. And there ain't many big bands on Man. Well, I mean, the biggest band on Manticore is um, is this one or half of it. The label doesn't ring a bell to me. So okay, and the song is called Honky Tonk Train Blues. Ah, well, I do know that. Who is and it? It's one third. It is <laughs> of what you would say probably is one of the greatest super groups of all time. Yeah, yeah. super um, groups and titans of prog. It's obviously Greg Lake. No, it's not really. It's Keith Emerson. It is Keith Emerson, which is hence why when you said, is it Rick Wakeman? I went, well, you know. Close. Keyboard, he is the other keyboard wizard. So, uh, you know, if you're, talking, if you're talking massive keyboard rigs, it was Emerson versus Wakeman, wasn't it? They were the and they were good mates. So uh, it was. So number forty-two, down from thirty-nine, peaked at thirty-nine, four weeks on the charts, and this is another nineteen seventy-six release. This is on Immediate Records. We should give it away. Okay, and it is Lazy Sunday brackets nineteen seventy-six. Right, okay. Well, that's the small faces. I'd say immediate. I don't know. I don't know many. There probably were a few bands in the 60s. No, well, I mean, but um, immediate was basically the small that, that was basically the small faces. It was the small faces, yeah. Okay, I'm hoping you won't get this one, but I'm sure you will. Um, this is um, number 41, new in the charts. It peaked at 41. It spent one week. It was on GTO. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, which yeah. is the silver inner with the little kind of elephanty thing on the wood, or some animal or other on the left hand side. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, uh, like it's the, the, uh, the Bee Gees label. Isn't it? Bee Gees, right? The Bee Gees label, right? And it is s s s single bed. Okay, and it's Stigwood, wasn't it? Robert Stigwood was uh, the yeah, yeah. RSO is Stigwood Organisation. Yeah, Robert Stigwood Organisation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, that but, GT, but GTO is, is different, isn't it? It's it's isn't that a spin off of it? Could be, I don't know. Anyway, so such so, a so single bed. Well, I know it, I'm afraid. It was just the one you're going to be disappointed. No, well, I'm disappointed. Oh, go on then, Fox. 
Pops, well done. In, I, Nusha, Nusha. I, I vaguely know. I vaguely know some. But yeah, I, they, they had two or three. That was them. probably was it only you can was a hit for them. Uh, it's just a single bed. And imagine me, imagine you was also by them. Yeah, no idea. Craig, Craig says hello on the message board. So hello, Craig. Hi, Craig. He's watching anyway. Good lad. Um, okay, just, number four. One thing before you carry on. You're saying, enter the chart. It's a new entry. It peaked at this one. It's had one week in the chart. It's because at the point that that came in the chart, it did enter the chart. It had only had one week in the chart. Yeah, exactly. Subsequently went up. So that's why Eric Carman says, uh, whatever it was, it got to. Uh, I'm just, I'm just telling you. No, it, no, it says position last week peak. Well, so when it says peak, does that mean peak now or yeah. peak total? I think it will mean peak at that moment. So that's why. Well, that's, it a, says, well, that's a really stupid chart. <laughs> well, logically, I'm even more. That's what it is. Now. No, I mean, if you want to, uh, I could, I could look up the songs. No, I don't want you to. No, I'm, no, I'm now, no, I'm furious now because <laughs> I thought I'd research this really properly so that we could do the whole week. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm only guessing. You know, I mean, calm down. You're only guessing that Eric Carmen was in the charts a lot longer than one week. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, okay, let's definitely, and it, I think it got top ten as well. So that would explain Go why. On now, <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> right, number forty. Correct. Uh, last week it was 43. It peaked at 39. And spent five weeks on the charts. Or had spent five weeks on the charts, if you prefer. And it's on Atlantic. And it is, that's where the happy people go. Nope. I don't know this off the top of my head. Um, that's where the happy people go. This band had one monumentally huge hit tied to a film, and it's very disco, as disco as it gets. Probably the quintessential disco record, in fact. Not this one, but their big hit. Are they American? No idea. I assume so. Most disco was, wasn't it? Apart from the Bee Gees. Well, they were Australian. That's where the happy people go. No, I don't know it. When you said Atlantic, I just think of Atlantic was Led Zeppelin. It was. uh, Yeah. It was yes and ELP and yeah, all the big all the big prog bands were all Atlantic. And a top disco track. <laughs> Clearly. Well, I I mean, no, because the top disco track was I don't know whether it was released on an album, but it was released on a soundtrack album. Was it really? Okay, well it's a bit too early for Saturday Night Fever. Mm, well, yeah, well, yeah, okay. The sound, the song I'm talking about, which isn't this song, is on Saturday Night Fever. Okay, and it isn't the Bee Gees. I would recognise the song title if it were the Bee Gees, and it's a band. Yeah. Oh no! I and I love it, and the reason I love it is because it is also massively long. 
Oh, so well, in that case, you would it love ticks, it. It ticks all of my boxes. Well, oh, it's not prog. No, I can't. It's, I can't. it's prog disco. <laughs> can't think <laughs> who. Okay, I'll put you out uh, your misery. Yeah, go on. Uh, the, uh, the happy, that's where the happy people go. The what, band. Was their, what was their big hit then? Tell me what their big hit is. That might help. Uh, disco Inferno. <laughs> oh, was it by them? Okay, fair enough. Tramps. Yeah, Tramps. Okay. But I mean, disco, that, I mean, it, that is the quintessential disco record, isn't it? If someone uh, says disco, you go Disco Inferno. I mean, it's right out there. Firstly, I go, that's where the happy people go. Well, of course you do. Okay. It's not the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium at the moment, anyway, that's for sure. No, that's where the really desperately unhappy people go, and only if they're forced. Do I get half a point for that one? Yeah, well, you can have what you like, mate. Listen, it's your podcast. <laughs> what you like. um, <laughs> oh, um, I have a whole point. No, <laughs> no shut off. Right. Okay, this next one, if you, if you know this, we may have to stop being friends. Um, so, <laughs> and also, like... Like the rat and goat thing. Anyway, right. So this is on the, this is number 39. Um, last week it was 47. So, I mean, it, you know, it's popular. Um, at two weeks on the chart so far, obviously, now that we've worked that out. Yeah. Um, it's on the Fantasy album. Uh, fantasy label. Label. Yeah. And it is called... You sexy sugar plum, brackets, but I like it, close brackets. <laughs> well, it looks like we have to sadly remain friends because you sexy sugar plum. Brackets, but I like it. Brackets. Interesting you say brackets. I was discussing this with uh, Jackie before... The, before you connected, actually, and with Jeff, who was uh, hanging around like a bad smell, many would say. No, I, I'm just joking, Jeff, like you joke. Um, and parentheses. Well, it's not a word. That, well, it's not. Correct me if I'm right, if I'm wrong, rather. But they obviously are parentheses, brackets, aren't they? Yeah. But we don't really use that word over here. We use brackets, don't we? We do use brackets. Yeah, that's what I thought. American okay. English thing. American English thing. Okay. So you mean you can... I mean, if you're in America, you'd say parentheses. But over here, we say brackets. You'd say brackets. But it's unusual, you know, not being funny, all joking aside, normally the American conversion of the English is is sort of... The simple version. Well, that's one way of putting it. I was going to say, listen, lazy, easier to say, but surely parentheses is a bit posher and a flasher and more difficult than brackets. Well, when we finish this, we'll have to have a long discussion with Shaggy on the subject of whether we speak in parentheses or brackets. But personally, I'm going with brackets. So, you sexy sugar plum. Thank you very much. I'll call you I, like I, I, I thought you'd be complimented. What, um, do I get any other clues? Not really, because if I tell you the person's name, then I've told you the person's name. So That <laughs> probably would be a game changer, I must admit. It would be a game changer. It's not a band, it's an individual. It's an individual I've never heard of. They're only hit, they're only hit there now, is it? Oh. You're, listen, mate, you're the stato. I've got no idea. Could have had 16 well, number ones. If I knew the artist, I'll tell you. No, I don't know. Okay, well, this is why I said it's a bit like the ram goat thing, because the person's name is Roger Collins. 
but the Roger is spelled R-O-D-G-E-R. And again, Roger Collins Watt is my question. And <laughs> how long? And where? And, you know, in public? I mean, you know, what's oh, the it's better than Colin Rogers, something or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's in your case. Uh, it right, Captain, okay. Captain Pugwash and all that. <laughs> Roger go. the cabin boy. Right, you're going to get the next three very easily. Number 38. Last week at number 32. Um, and Down six. Eight. Down six. <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, yeah, I don't know how many, many weeks it's been. Uh, well, apparently four weeks on the charts so far. But okay. I mean, that's more so right. I don't know what any of that means. Um, right, it's on Good Earth Records. These labels don't mean a lot to me, to be honest. But yeah, try. And me. the song, but you should know this. The song is "If You Love Me." If you love me. And it is a female artist with whom you are familiar, not in any biblical sense. If you love me, almost sounds a bit. When we talk in spring, it's almost almost Eurovisiony, sort of. But maybe, maybe it was. I don't know if this person in question did at some point do Eurovision. That I, I shall probably find out. I, from I wonder uh, if it's. Is it? Is it by any chance the daughter of my my dad's old headmaster at school in Cambridge? If that's Kiki D, no, 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 I wouldn't have got Kiki D. No, it's not. No, sorry, no, right, no, sorry, I thought you meant Kiki D. No, no, right, no, hang on, okay, no, come back to me. No, we've had this conversation before. Who was mm. it? Uh, I live in Newton John. No, it's not. I live in Newtonfield Pond. It's uh, someone else. If you love me. Okay, uh, because I'm feeling nice, I'm going to throw you. I'm going to throw you this one. There's a Beatles connection. If you love me, a Beatles connection. Um, 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 um. And it's female. This is true. A bit late for Mary Hopkin. But no, it's Mary Hopkin. We'll go Mary Hopkin, okay. We'll take it's it. Mary Hopkin. I mean, we'll it's a Beatles connection. And if it's a bit... remember, yeah, I don't remember the song, but if you love me, yeah. Okay. There you uh, go. Number 37, rocketing up from number 50 last week. Oh. This, then um, I'll be stunned. It's on CBS, and it is Arms of Mary. Well, that one is the Sutherland Brothers and Quiver. It is. A great song. It's a great song and a good band. A great band, whom I saw live a couple of times while I was up at uni. In fact, maybe even, oh, in fact, it would have been in that, in, in this roundabout now, in the uh, probably in the summer. So, um, yes, when they were touring that song, because it was on the radio, it was everywhere, wasn't it? It was. I can't remember. I, I only found out probably about, well, within the last year, since I've been on the radio, really, actually, um, that Ian Sutherland passed away in about 2020. Didn't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did die. Yeah. 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 He did. No, I remember that. Um, right. So the next one's easy as well. Uh, also on CBS, number 36. Uh, last week it was number 30. So going the wrong way. Um, it peaked 
at number 24. Um, and um, it is a song called City Lights. City Lights from... Um, is it, there's a, there's a, a reference to the county from which I am broadcast which, at the moment. And from which we both surname. hail. Yes, and we both indeed. hail. From Essex. And it is? It's David Essex. David Essex. David Essex. David. One of his greater songs, probably. Um, what, did he have a greater song? He had a few, yeah. I mean, uh, in the States, I think he's only really known for his first one, Rock On. But he had he had a couple of number ones here in 74, rock, 75. Me, rock On. I mean, I remember it was part of my youth. Yeah. He sounded as though he'd had indigestion whilst recording it and couldn't get it out. <laughs> uh, that, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what yeah. the hell is that about? He went a bit more poppy um, and he acted a bit, didn't he? he was in... No, he didn't. He did that absolutely execrable Silver Dream Racer, which oh, may yeah, be in the true. top 20 worst the films ever. <laughs> Probably. Tough crowd, tough crowd. It, oh, that was awful. after this. Now, before that, he was in a few things. Uh, Stardust he was in, wasn't he? With um, And That Will Be The Day. But he was also, didn't he, play, of, um, didn't he play Jesus in Godspell? Yeah, I'm going to say he played Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar. Or, yeah, maybe it was no, Godspell. It was God, no, it was Godspell. It wasn't Superstar. It was Godspell. Went on to appear in EastEnders as well. So, Well, I mean, that does, that does not excuse him for City Lights. But anyway, there we go. So you got it. Well done. I got it. Right, next one is one that I have requested on your show before now, so you should get this easily. Yeah, this one, hopefully. Number 35, uh, down from 26, peaked at number 23. Um, but it was it had been on the charts for eight weeks by now, so it kind of rumbled around in the lower reaches. Um, and it is on Harvest, and the song is Ships in the Night. Ah, uh, yes, good band. Um, Very good, good band. Forest as well. Uh, Bill Nelson, wasn't it? Yes. Bebop Deluxe. Bebop Deluxe went on to do Bob Nel- um, um his uh, Red Noise, Bill Nelson's Red Noise, which was kind of yeah. like... Yeah. He did, yeah. Good album too, that Sunburst Finish, I think that was on. Yeah, Summer fi- Sunburst Finish, uh, Blazing Apostles, and, yes. uh, and, and like. Fields, Wakefield's, one of Wakefield's most famous sons. Mm. There you oh. go. Ships in the Night. Yeah, it is a good song. It is a good song. Right, this next one is toe-curlingly grisly to the point where I cannot even bring myself to mention it. So I'm going to say this very quickly. Number 34. Uh, last week it was number 16, so the British record-buying public by this time had had enough. Um, it only peaked at number 16. Somehow it slopped around in the charts for six weeks. Um, it's on Phillips. Always and, a bad sign, isn't it, Phillips? Oh, exactly. So if it's on Phillips, it's going downhill rapidly. And then the song was Hey, Mr. Music Man. Awful title. Uh, hey, Mr. Music Man. I'll tell you what, uh, you picked 1976, and it was an era, I think, in the UK chart, around that time, 75, 76, between the glam and between the disco and the punk where things were a little bit weird and you used to get so many gimmicky songs, <laughs> gimmicky and novelty, 
novelty number ones. Like, I can say this because they're not in this year. I don't know, Whispering Grass. Whispering yeah. Grass. Yeah, sing I know. Thing, what? Thing. That sort of stuff. Or even worse than that, Who Loves You, Baby? Telly Savalas. Yeah, Kojak. Covering If. Kojak singing If. I say singing yeah. in, in inverted yeah. commas. Not brackets yes. or parentheses, but inverted commas. Why do they have a different Speech name? Marks. Speech marks. Is that what they call them over there in the States? Oh, I call them. Speech marks. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd say inverted commas. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, that's, that was awful. But there were on the Wurzels, of course. The Wurzels. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, your, fav- your favorite Maybe band. they'll come up. Um, meanwhile, he, I digress. This, I do know, sadly, it was. Yeah, I mean, if you know this, then you need therapy, mate. <laughs> Is it Peters and Lee? Yes. <laughs> I mean, what what were they thinking? Well, they, they won. Were, they won a they were terrible, there, didn't they? Won. Um, I don't know whether it was op- opportunity. No, it was. I think it was opportunity. No, they did win a talent show, and I just think why it could have been new feces, as we called it, uh, new faces, new faces. Uh, did, did, uh, without being disrespectful, did they win it because he's blind? Did, was this a sympathy vote thing? Well, is he blind though? I don't know. Well, it might, now, be, just, it might be a little bit short sighted and, and he just wears dark glasses. Wore the shades to, you know, for the sympathy which, vote. Which are in my picture here. He's right there. And Lee is hanging around his neck in a loving manner. Yeah, were they? I shouldn't say were they man and wife. Well, they had different surnames. Um, it was Lenny Peters, I think, the one you're talking about. With the shades on. Well, anyway, whatever. It's anyway, that, I've got that, it. It's it's and horrible. I am ashamed. Uh, so number thirty-three. Last week it was thirty-four, but it peaked at number thirty-three. It had been on the charts for four weeks at this stage. Um, on Electra, and this is another brackets seventy-six one. Mm-hmm. All right. Riders on the storm. Uh, well, that's doors. Well done. Well, the doors are they doors the or doors. the doors? They are no, the doors. The, door. the doors. The doors. To be honest, not. I think. Do you know what their backing band were called? Uh, don't tell me. Let me say. Was it? Were they hinges? <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the doors back. The doors support act with the hinges. The doors support <laughs> act with the hinges. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Whoever came up with that one, very, very good. Right. Okay. So that's easy. Now number thirty-two. It dismal though, wasn't it? The song I thought. Oh, I loved it. It's my favourite Riders track. It's my favourite. Probably uh, long. No, 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 no. You've got to love something a bit more oomph to it. Surely. No, I loved Road what I loved about the Doors. Or, no, uh, what I loved about the Doors was those really suicidally depressing, rambling songs. That's what the Doors do best, I think. So, absolutely. I, I think I might have had them in one of my. Um, as one of my overrated artists, actually. Uh, you did. Course. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I just find them a bit dreary. <laughs> I love the dreary. Controversial. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> but that just shows the difference, doesn't it? Because it's the dreary stuff that I absolutely love. The rest, up and take or leave. Anyway, yeah. there we go. Right. Um, you'll get, the, if you don't get this, this next one, I'll be, well, in fact, there's a whole bunch now. Um, so, um, number 32, uh, last week, 46. It peaked at 32. It is on Parlophone. Bit of a clue there. Oh, okay. Isn't and the song is, the song, are you what? 
Is it the Beatles? Yes. Guess the song. No, the song was Strawberry Fields Forever. Though obviously that a lot of the singles were, were reissued uh, around this time. And that's obviously... Well, clearly. And, and hold that thought. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, I love this song. So number 31, sadly, down from 19, but it peaked at number two. And it was from a movie released on MGM, which is a clue. And the song is Convoy. Convoy. Rubber Ducky. Hey, hey, Rubber Ducky. Hey, Rubber Ducky. Breaker yeah. one nine. We got a big ten four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I loved that film. It but was I repeat, a load of crap. Novelty, gimmicky songs around this <laughs> era, and that was it, one. It was, but it, but it really worked in that film. And then Ali McGraw was in it, and basically, if Ali McGraw's in the film, it was a good film. Yeah, um, and I don't, I don't mind the song either. To be fair, uh, no. So uh, who was it? It was C. W. McCall. Yeah, it was. I think it would have been much better if his name was C.S., because then it would have been call sign McCall, wouldn't it? That would have been, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Can't have everything. When, you know, CB, remember when CB Radio kind of started in the UK, largely as a result of this? As a result of this, yeah. And, and people started using CB and um, yeah. before everyone had mobile phones. Well, so in 1980, I'm living on the Wirral, and... Um, they so and, and all the lads they they had CB radios in their souped up capris, um, and um, they all they had call signs. Well, so, more than the car, probably. yeah. So where I worked at Cabri's in Morton was Chocolate Town. So yeah. you, that was your call sign, Chocolate Town. Birkenhead, 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 Skull City, Skull City, Skull City. <laughs> Which, if you'd ever been to Birkenhead in 1981, um, that was an insult to skulls. But anyway, um, I digress. A bloke went into uh, one of the pubs we were drinking, and on Christmas Eve with a gun and blew out half the ceiling, as I recall. That was fun. Um, Mm. Right, so, um, number 30. Number 30. Last week it was was 49. And this is on Apple. Okay. It is... Get back brackets 1976 by, and you're not getting the points unless you get this right. Is it the Beatles featuring Billy Preston? Yes, it is. I'll give you so you have the point because you've got the Billy Preston. Right. The only time someone else was credited on uh, Beatles. Record. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, right. the only Beatles single that came directly in to the chart at number one. Not this year, obviously, because it's. Uh, no. Is it on its way down, do you say, 30? No, yeah, no, it's up from 49. Yeah, I'm sure that was on this combination album as well. Yeah, probably. I like Get Back. It's one of my favourite Beatles songs because it refers to Ukraine. So, you know, Ukraine girls really knock you out. They leave the West behind. I concur thoroughly. Right. Well, well, if that were actually Get Back, I'd agree. But that was from back in the USSR. No, was it? Yeah, back in the Ukraine girls really. Oh, yeah, there. of course it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, let's get back. Jojo. Jojo was a man who was Oh, yeah. maybe back in the USSR is further up the charts. This may be one. <laughs> two, two son Arizona. I, yeah, I, maybe. I, 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 I think we could be having. Back in the USSR later. 
What do I know? It's the Blooming Beatles. I'm, I'm not an encyclopedia like you, and I don't remember lyrics. Right, no. Um, number uh, number, 20, number 29. Uh, 42 last week. So it's rising fast. It's on Pi International. Never, never a great fan of <laughs> And Pi. it is. And it's another one of those lyrics which you have to say several different ways to interpret it. So, life is too short, girl. 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 I mean, you can have fun with that kind of lyric, can't you? You can. But can mm. you have fun with the name of the band? I can't. It's on Pi International. Yeah. Oh, no. Any more clues? Um, think about tights. Tights? Or stockings. Ooh. Uh, think about tights or stockings. Down, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ooh. Um, <laughs> Ooh, uh, tights or stockings? Uh, missus. Mm, no, it's not helping me. Okay, it is by a band who I've never heard of, and I've got no idea whether they did anything else. I'm assuming they were female, but they could well be men. Um, and it's Sheer Elegance. No, I wouldn't have got that on a, in a month of Sundays. I hope you like my stockings uh, reference, though. I thought I did that quite well. Yes, that's, that's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I, th- I thought you'd be impressed. Right, number 28. Um, last week it was 38. So that will be it's going up. Um, but it peaked at 28. So it obviously didn't go any higher. <laughs> and um, it's on United Artists, UA. And it's a song called Moving with a um, comma. Prosopy. G. An apostrophe. That was, the, that was the that was the word I was looking for. I can only, only think of apostasy, and I knew that wasn't right. An apostrophe. An apostrophe. Yes, there is an apostrophe. Moving. Moving. It's it's another discoy thing. I think it is uh, disco. Yeah. It's, if oh, listening to this, brass it's going to be construction. It is brass construction. Well done. Get That's in. Top of the class. Get Back in. of the net. Ninety <laughs> fifth minute winner. Definitely. Right. Okay. <laughs> One of your favourite artists now. I'm, you're going to love this. Number 27. Last week it was number 24. Peaked at number 15. So it's obviously on the way up. It spent 10 weeks on the charts. Or it had spent 10 weeks on the charts up to this point. Obviously, we now know. Yes. Uh, AMI. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It is Miss Unites. Miss Unites is stiff. It is. Sorry, Cliff. Cliff Richard. Stiff and Richard. to be fair. Stiff Little Richard. A very good song. It is a good song, yes. If you are, if you're, a, if you're going to listen to Cliff, that's one of his better offerings. It is a good song. But anyway, I thought, having had this kind of surfeit of Beatles, I thought it would be good to throw in a bit of sniff, just to kind of level things down a bit. Why not? Why not? Okay, so you're going to love this. 
so number 26. Really? Uh, number 26, um, up from 45. But it only peaked at 26. And it is on Magnet Records. Oh, okay. I can think of one that's on Magnet Records. Well, if this will be the only one I would think, I mean, even I know this. Um, and the song is Get Up and Boogie. Oh, it's not well, it's not a name of a song that I recognise by said artist. Oh, well, maybe it's a different artist and that's not the one you were thinking of. But it's very definitely disco, because if a song's called Get Up and Boogie, and if the band features a colour and a coming together, it's disco. That was a clue, wasn't it? It was a very big clue. A colour and a coming together. Yeah. Oh, I can run through all of the colours. Because when you get to magenta and burnt sepia, <laughs> I'm going to be very bad-tempered. <laughs> Um, oh, black sounds like a good number, a, a good colour for a disco song. It, it, it does, but it isn't. <laughs> oh no, I'll give up then. It is silver convention. Oh, okay. Without yeah, okay. instruction, now we've got silver convention. Silver convention. Yeah. No, I don't know the song. Right, this next no. one. Not it's my bag, to be fair. An but... abs- well, this next one is probably not your bag, but it's an absolutely blinding single. So number 25, uh, up from 33, but it only peaked at number 25, um, on ABC, and it is Disco Connection by somebody who had a monumental hit with... The theme to a monument. Isaac Hayes. Yes. Good yeah. old Isaac. I mean, the theme from Shaft is just a classic of its genre, isn't it? That black exploitation movies. I mean, yeah. I love that film. But and, this is. Yeah, but um, Disco Connection was was a good single of its ilk. Yep. Right. This next one from uh, you're going to get this easily. Uh, well, I mean, it's number twenty four, up from twenty eight. Uh, peaked at 24. Um, not one of their bigger hits, but they had an absolute hatful. It's on AM, so I'll let you do the rest. Oh, blimey. Uh, AM, uh, Gallagher and Lyle, maybe? AM. All right. Okay. So the name of the song is. That would help. There's a kind of hush. Brackets all over the world tonight. Okay, yeah, they were on A and M. They were on A and M. Well, I wouldn't have said they were on A and M if I if they weren't on A and M, would I? One of my favourite singers of all time. One of one one of mine. The late Um, Richard Carpenter. (laughs) Richard. Yes, Richard. (laughs) He did sing, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did sing, but he was a better pianist, and she was a terrific singer and a very good drummer. Drummer as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got a whole stack now of some good and some 
utter tosh. So uh, let's go with another good one. Uh, this is on Parlophone, number 23. Uh, last week it was number 27. It peaked at number 23. And it is paperback writer, brackets, 1976. Could it be the Beatles? It is the Beatles. I'm... I'm 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 giving you. I mean, you know, given yeah, the, very generous fan, Beatles. Given you're a metal, but massive Beatles fan, I'm doing you a massive favour here, aren't I? It's a shame that 50 Beatles records weren't re-released in this year, <laughs> and they all went into the chart <laughs> on this day. No, that would have been very silly. Uh, right, this next song I absolutely despised. Um, number 22. Last week it was number five. Oh. It peaked at numero uno. Number one, okay. Should get this one. And has been on the charts for 10 weeks. It's on CBS. And it is I Love to Love. It's Tina Charles. But my baby just loves to dance. Loves to dance, yeah. What a terrible! I didn't like that record when it came out. I must admit, didn't like that record when it came out. I must admit, and I don't think much more of it now. But it's sort of tolerable. Well, in the same way that only being uh, stabbed in the toes is more tolerable than being, uh, you know, (laughs) stabbed in the throat. But anyway, yes. Um, Now this next one's an interesting one. This is quite a good song. I'm not quite whether it's sure whether it's theirs. Anyway, number 21, uh, last week, number 15, peaked at number five, uh, again on Magnet. Um, you don't have to say you love me. What was the other Magnet one that we had? Get up and boogie. Is it something about attraction? Boom, boom. Uh, no idea. I'd, I'd have to go back through the. Um, I'd have to go back through my list. Uh, hang on, can tell you. Um, yeah, it's got to be. I think it must be number twenty-six. Uh, yeah, we did have another magnet, but I've got no idea where it was. Anyway, yeah, I think it was because I was thinking it would be a certain artist. Oh, I don't remember him doing. Oh, is it female? Oh, get, up and bo- get Up and Boogie by Silver Convention. That was the other one on Magnet. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you don't have to say If it helps, it sounds to me like it was probably a... Awful? mixed band of some sort. A mixed band? You mean yes, full what of... What I mean by that is female. boys and girls, yes. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, they could have just chosen this name and it's got nothing to do with it. It could have all been, you know, blokes or girls. No. I think of all the ones so far, I'm going to kick myself with this one. Obviously, Dusty Springfield had a big hit with it in 60s. She did. Beautiful version of. Not. It's not going to be... It peaked at number five. I mean, it did well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And it had been on the charts for eight weeks. So, I mean, it was not, it didn't sell. I mean, it, you know, it was a seller. Try me with, um, I can think of maybe one artist could have been, but you've thrown me with the mixed, like a band. Because when I'm Well, I mean, of, I don't know if it's a band. Might have been a I mean, duo. I, I remember the song, but I've got no idea of the okay, singer. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there and plump. 
four dollar. Dollar. Now there's a name. <laughs> it's wrong, obviously, from your from your experience. Well, it is weirdly, and I'll tell you what it is. I might have to give you half a point here because the band is Guys and Dolls. All ah, right, okay. And he so, was in. He was in. Yeah, one of them was in Dollar, wasn't he? I've got no idea. But if they were, I mean, Dolls Dollar, it's close. So I mean, have a third of a point. A third. All right, I'll put a yeah, third. Have a, have a third of a point for that one. Right, number 20, new into the charts. Don't tell me. It, it's, it, it's peaked, had, it peaked at number 20. It peaked at number 20. Yeah, and it's had one week in the chart? Yeah, it has had one week in the chart. Peaked, but it peaked at number 20. Yeah, right. It was a new entry. And it was on Bell. Oh, no, not them again. No, but it's not our favourite neighbourhood paedophile. All right. Love me like I love you. Ah, that, ah, that, ooh, yes. Oh, don't titter. <laughs> Do my Frankie Howard impression. Oh, yeah, it was very good. Um, nothing to do with the banding question. The rollers. That's the rollers. That's the rollers. It is the rollers. The Bay City rollers. Having said that, you talk about not our resident neighborhood paedophile, but did not the drummer of the Bay City rollers? Get him a, a wee bit of bother. I, I'm not big enough of a Rollers fan to know. I think. I'm trying to think his name. Derek. It's one of the Longmuirs. Derek Longmuir, maybe? I'd take it all back if it's not Derek Longmuir. Yeah, I mean, it, sure one we, of them. We're, talking, we're talking lawsuits here. Be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm absolutely certain. One of them was fined. I thought it was the drummer, but it, it might not have been the drummer. Not. I'm being non Maybe it was just the bloke who was in the band and walked around with sticks. Possibly. Possibly. All right, I'll say no more, but I've got that one anyway. No. Okay, you got it. Right, number 19. Uh, last week at number 20. So, obviously, because oh, it's, it's peak, was number 19. This was on RAK Rack Records. Oh, okay. Quite a latter day Rack Records one. And another band who I had the greatest hits album of, and I played it about 18 months ago and thought, this is a shower of cack. So I uh, took it straight round to uh, the uh, to the Your brother's house. shop. I took it straight round to the, the charity shop in Dunstable and uh, got it out of my collection as quickly as possible. Um, okay. The song is "Don't Stop It Now," although don't, I did. Don't I, stop it now. Yes, don't stop it now. And you had an album. The greatest I, hits. I had the greatest hits, and I, I, I someone must have bought it for me because I I wouldn't have spent my own money on it because I but I don't know who bought it for me. Obviously, someone who didn't like me. Oh, be careful because the kids are listening. It was probably one of them. <laughs> um, but anyway, bands. I can't imagine you having any. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a band. It's a Chin band. Chapman. Is it Chinny Chapman then? Very, on rack. Very very famous leader the band leader bit of a bit of a um, iconic figure okay I, I, of music. Plump, I can't imagine that you're gonna have anything by and i'm not saying this is because i'd recognize the song the likes of mud the likes of smoky the no, likes of none of those 
Racy, was it? Were they on? No, none of those. Okay, the big one I'm thinking of then, it's not a song that I recognise the title of, and it might not even be this band. And I wasn't a huge fan of it. Don't know why you'd have a greatest hits. I'm going to plump for the only band to have a hit single in every year of the 70s in the UK, Hot Chocolate. Yes. And the leader you're talking about was Errol Brown, of course. Errol Brown, yeah. No, I don't recognise the song title, but it's on rack. Well done. The process of elimination. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they were racks probably. Even you might have liked a bit of mud. Yeah, but I mean, the old dance. hot chocolate. I mean, why? Hot chocolate, it's awful. That sexy thing, you sexy thing, one of the worst songs ever recorded. Anyway. Bit harsh. Bit harsh. It, it's dreadful. It, um, oh, they they were, did have some dreadful records, but they did have some reasonable records, though I was never a real fan. I believe in miracles. Uh-uh, you sexy thing. Dreadful. Awful, awful, horrible. Grim. Anyway, right, um, this next one we'll just gloss over very quickly. Number 18. Uh, last, last week it was 22. It's on Apple. And it. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. <laughs> it could be the Beatles. Yeah, there we go. Back of the neck. Right, we're getting at the serious end of the charts now. 17. Yeah, okay, this is easy. Um, you're going to get all of these, literally every single one. Um, so, number 17, last week, number 13. Um, peaked at number 12 on Asylum. Oh, okay. 17, peaked at 12. I'm going to go for Take It to Limit. Yeah, by the, by the Eagles. Yeah, I got that from the label and the position in the chart. I, yep, I knew, I, I, I knew as soon as I said Asylum, name another band on Asylum that isn't the isn't Eagles. And, isn't you know, Eagles. I mean, there are others, of course, but... Uh, right, this next one. I This song troubled me deeply when it was in the charts because I couldn't really work out what it was about. But anyway, it's number 16. Last week it was number 17, so it's not exactly ripping up the charts. No. It did eventually peak at number 11. It had spent six weeks on the charts. It's on 20th Century Records. But it has one of the most recognisable song titles ever. And the song title is Concrete and Clay. Well, the original since this hasn't got parentheses, would have been Unit 4 plus 2 in the 60s. Concrete and Clay... I don't know that version. I only know this version. Uh, The the one in the 60s, um, Unit 4 plus 2 wasn't bad. Might even have got... What's it about? What's what's it about? It's about building materials. What? No. (laughs) 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 Wow. (laughs) People listen to this show for your erudition. <laughs> when, when my fa- yeah, um, I make a lot of errors as well. Uh, my, <laughs> um, and my, my, and the ground beneath my feet begin to crumble. Like it, it's like uh, I don't know. Anyway, is it, is it a thought, song about no. earthquakes? In is it a song about earthquakes in San Francisco? Well, it could be. This is nineteen seventy six rather than nineteen oh six though. Was that not the big earthquake in San Francisco? I may be wrong. Ask an American. If you know one. 
Okay, I I think I think this was a Randy. Well done. It was Randy. Randy. Randy Walsh. Edelman. Randy Edelman. Yes. There we go. And it, it kind of it's a song that I remember from that year, or you know, from that period of uni and everything. And it kind of going in one ear and out the other, but it, it's kind of redolent of that period of my life. Anyway, there we go. Uh, right, <laughs> you're going to love this. Uh, number fifteen. Uh, down from number 10. It peaked at number five. It's on Bell. Is it Gazza again? Um, and it is people like you, people like me. It's not Gazza, but it is his support band. It is. The Glitter Band. The Glitter Band without our favourite paedophile. If you yeah. Paedophile. There we go. We can, say that. we can say that because he is a paedophile. Yes, absolutely, without question and doubt. No unimpeachable evidence to the contrary. No. <laughs> uh, okay, number 14. Last week, number 21. Um, it peaked at number 14, mercifully. Um, it was on Epic Records. And the song was Girls, Girls, Girls. Girls, Girls, Girls. It was Sailor. It was Sailor. Who used to sing this? Were they a one-hit one wonder? Uh, no, this was their second hit. The first one, I think, was Glass of Champagne. Oh, Glass of Champagne, yes. That was Sailor. Then that they wasn't used... a bad song. This was no, girls, no, I don't mind this one. This is all right. Girls, well, it's, it's Girls. Popular. They used to sing it in the Last Sailor's outfits, didn't they? Funnily enough. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, yes. And that was, I think, what put me off them. But um... they were, they had one hit. I know this because their first hit wasn't, it was a minor hit, actually. Gus Champagne got to number two, I think. The first it was called traffic jam and the reason i know that is because that was one of many of south london's finest names before they came out with their status quo uh right. moniker and the spectres one of them was traffic jam Might if, been- i mean status quo means status quo means as it is it's you know it's, it's same basically yeah from the thing of station of being stationary so that's basically a traffic jam isn't it so all they did was use a swanky latin word for the same thing I can't imagine them from South London, the boys coming up with a swanky name like that. It's probably I, uh, no, I'm no, I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain that um, one of them would have done Latin at school, and and he and he had this bright idea. That's okay. No, I'm just I'm, I'm musing. Anyway, yes. So, um, girls, girls, you're not, um, you're not amusing, right? If you do not get if you do not get this next one, then somebody's going to be very unhappy with you on the podcast. Uh, number thirteen down from number six. It peaked at where it peaked um, on A and M. I want to stay with you. Ah, well, this is Gallagher and Lyle. Well done. It is. So, number 12. Last week at number 12, a non mover. And it only got to number 12. How interesting. Time. It had been on the chart for five weeks, we've now established. All right. Oh, I'm so annoyed about that. Um, 
I never knew. It's on Bell. Oh, cool. Not again. Yeah, no, well, yeah, but this is a bit left field. So it's on Bell, and the song title is Hello Happiness. Yeah, maybe maybe they did go on Bell in the 70s for their more poppy. Uh, as the Drifters, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the Drifters. Yes, good song. Well, Hello, happiness. Of its ilk. Of its ilk. Right. Um, number 11. 11. Down from number nine, at which it had peaked. On target. Mm-hmm. And the song is <laughs> You and I This Week. Uh, Falling apart at the seams. Falling apart at the seams. Number 11. You'd think I would get this, wouldn't you? Ne- damn, nearly in the top. I can't three. really give you much of a clue without telling you the title, sir. So. I mean, I could you, give you. You've given me the title already, to be fair. Oh, sorry. I mean, the title of the band, the, the name. Falling apart at the seams. On target. That doesn't really help me. Well, because you're my mate and I'm going to be generous and and I think you're going to get, let me just check, I think you're going to get absolutely all of the others. Um, Let me just check it out. Did they have any other hits? Uh, Yeah, they did. They were all as shite as this one. Not a fan, then. No. No, I'm not going to get it without any clues. Okay, well, the clue is that they are an oppositional condiment to um, Bruce Foxton and Paul Weller. Well... Really? In 76? Yes. Well, obviously Bruce Weller, Bruce Weller, Paul Weller and Bruce Foxen from the jam. So presumably we're talking marmalade, are we? We are talking marmalade. Yeah, so, so you can have half a point for that because that was about, I mean, without telling you the name, that was about as big a clue as I can get you. Right, uh, next one, number 10, rocketed up from number 25. It only was, it, it, and it had only been in the charts for two weeks. Um and it peaked at number 10, and I have no idea why, because it's an absolutely brilliant song. Um, on Tamla Motel. And it is 76. There's a massive, there's a massive bracket coming up here. It is the theme from Mahogany bracket. I was gonna say, is it Dino Ross? It is Dino Ross. I love this song. So, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Okay, so number nine. Uh last week it was number eight. Um, been on the charts for five weeks at this point, but it peaked at number eight, and it's on Apple. Is it the Beatles? Yes. Let, let me tell you then. You've had most of them already. Uh, there weren't many singles on Apple. Apple being pressed the wrong button there. Um, we've had Hey Jude. We've had Get Back. The only other ones it could be would be Ballad of John and Yoko, 
No. Or, or the other one, which is more likely, let it be. No. Apple single. According it is the Beatles, to, isn't it? According to the official chart rundown, yes, it is the Beatles. And it is their highest song in this week's chart. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. Get back. Ballad, John and Yoko. Ah, yeah, sorry, you forget about this one because it didn't make number one. And it, it was actually also the first single by the Beatles that was released, having already been released on an album, which the album being Abbey Road. So is it a double A side or is I it just one song? Ask me. I'm not a Beatles fan. You tell All me. All right. Well, I'm thinking it's going to – well, it was released as a double A side in 69. I assume it was as well. Come together in something. Quoi? Not right? No. Now you've really thrown me. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be on Apple then, surely. Well, listen. I've said all the Apple things. Do you want to take? Do you want to take it up with the official charts company? <laughs> I will. I will. Register a complaint. I will fight me. I will say. <laughs> um, no, at the Apple single. Hey Jude, it wasn't even on. It didn't have an Apple label. It had an Apple. Um, what do you may call it? The number. Can't the catalog number. No, it had a Parlophone catalog number. Maybe it was on Apple, but it had a, a Parlophone record label. And then there was Get Back, which we've already had. Then there was Ballad of John and Yoko. Then. There was come together and something, and then there was let it be. None of which is the, is, is the one you're choosing or telling me about. No, well, I'm not choosing it. It's on the chart. I know. Yeah, yeah I guessed. I presume it was a single before. No, it okay. got, I'm, I'm going to tell you this because I'm so happy. That I've finally got a Beatles one, which you don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write about this. I may enter it in my diary. In fact, I may tweet about it. <laughs> okay, I'm sure you will. No, I won't. Because mm. you mean, mate, I'll let does you. It, does it? Have, it does have brackets after it, does it? No, it doesn't have brackets. It's so just... it wasn't actually a single before. I don't know. So that's why I'm thinking of... Um... I, I, I've got no idea. I, I'm not a Beatles. I, I love the Beatles, but I'm not a huge fan. That's you. Right. In, in which case, we're it's talking back, back in USSR. We must be talking back in USSR. No. Okay. Well, they had another hit single in 1976, which was Yesterday. Yes, at last. Right, yeah. but that was on Parlophone. I mean, it wasn't on Apple. It, it's on Apple. Take it up with the official chart company. Uh, well, I've got it anyway. It's on so Apple. You, so you can't tweet in any way. Yesterday. Well, because it took you forever to get it. It did, because you were saying it was on Apple, and the Apple, it's on Apple. went through it, all of the Apple singles. Okay. Right, excuse me. Right, I'm just, but they did have... I, I I'm going to hold long. this up so that everybody who's watching... Here we go. See? Yesterday, it says Apple. Yep. All right. Okay. 
Well, so, they did have a couple of scenes. Now, I, now I've gone out of focus. Now you've gone all out of focus. Oh, bollocks. Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say that they had a couple of singles released, and that, maybe that's why they re-released a load of stuff. Yesterday right. was really... For the first time as a single it was released, and also back in the USSR was released, I think, in 76 too, which was definitely... Well, I've got no idea, mate. All I'm telling you is that it was them. Right, we are now into the top eight. And I think you're going to get all of these because they're all dead easy. Um, so, on one, you, no, no, yeah, all right. Number eight, last week, number seven. It peaked at number seven on DJM Records. Elton John. Which one? Since you've got the artist, now you have to guess the now you have to guess the song. I have to guess the song. <laughs> okay, seventy six. Silly mistake. Why did I do that? Yes. <laughs> Drop the ball with yesterday. <laughs> up again. Should keep my mouth shut. <laughs> All right, I'll have to plump four. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. Wrong. 76. Pinball Wizard? Yes. Well done. Pinball Wizard. Right. Number seven. Last week it was number 18. I can only assume that um, there was a lot of drunks buying records at the time. Wizard? Mercifully, it only peaked at number seven. When the side is blowing, we find that most people forget (laughs) that we're rubbish. (laughs) It peaked at number seven, and it is on Charlie Records. C-H-A-R-L-Y. Ah, can I tell you this? Before you've even given me the You're going to be a smart-ass, so yes, go on, tell me. (laughs) Is it Jungle Rock? Yes. By Hank, Hank Mizell. Yeah, what a bloody awful song. What a st- oh, I love that. It was from the late 50s, I think, wasn't it? It was, uh, I think. It really? sounds like it anyway. No, I loved it. Oh, oh well, there we I go. I should have two marks for these that I get before you even told me. No, the no, no, you shouldn't. No, that's ridiculous. It took you nine years to get yesterday. It nearly was yesterday. It was nearly tomorrow. It was nearly tomorrow. Yes, that's what I meant. Anyway, uh, right, number uh, number six. Yes. Um, Last week, number 11, it peaked at number six. Uh, It's on Mercury. Mercury, okay. And it is the title, I'm Mandy Flyme. Uh, What a song that is, too. Beautiful song, brilliant song. They're still going. Apparently, oh. I saw something on Facebook come around saying the original 10cc touring. See them. Well, it's not the original their old people It's only Graham Goldman, basically. No, they're, none of them are dead. Oh, they're not. It's Graham Goldman. No, it's just, it's basically 2.5cc, isn't it? Really? I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not 10cc. That's for <laughs> damn sure. It doesn't sell tickets, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's true. Because yes. Eric Stewart, Eric Stewart and Noel Green probably not getting on with other. That, I think one of them married the other sister or something, didn't they, those two? I know that they were, that, that Graham Goldman, I think it's Graham Goldman, went to the same synagogue as my university mate Jeff's mum. 
So there's a bit of a Goldman connection there, the whole Mancunian okay. thing. But anyway, if it's 2.5 cc, then um, given what 10 cc stands for, then that we're talking Donald Trump, aren't we? <laughs> yes, I think so. Reportedly what it's about. Uh, re- according to Stormy Daniels. Anyway, right. So moving on. Um, How's he doing, by the way? I haven't really been keeping Donald, up with that. Yeah. His hair's gone completely to crap. I mean, sitting in the witness thing, I mean, he, what did he do? I mean, did he not have a comb? What was going on? And his, his lawyer is hilarious entertainment. He looks like someone that you would just leap over the top of the bar and punch the judge in the face. It's absolutely brilliant. God knows where he got in from. Hilarious. Anyway, there we go. Uh, right. So um, number five, down from number three, peaked at number two on GTO. Not, uh-huh. okay. not the name of um, a Ferrari. Um, are, we, are we talking Bee Gees? No. We're talking Eric Clapton? No, no, I'll let no, you. I'll let you shall, I, shall I tell you what the song's called? That might help. That might help. Naming every single musician who had a song in 1976. You're, this is easy. This is a really nice song. Um, Love Really Hurts Without You. Oh, that'll be, I didn't know he was on that label, actually, but that'll be Billy Ocean. It would be Billy Oceans. And um, he had a very successful career because he had Oceans 11, he had Oceans 12, he had Oceans 8. I mean, you know. Brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, Right, I hate this song. I don't like the band, but I really hate this song. Um, Number four, last week it was number 14. Mercifully, it peaked at number four, didn't get to the number one slot. Um, It was on Epic. And the song is... Fernando. You didn't like it? No, it's awful. I don't like ABBA. One of the things Becca and I share is our dislike of ABBA. Can you hear the drums? (laughs) Mercifully not. (laughs) Fernando, ABBA. Right. This next one um, we've talked about a couple of times on this podcast. It is um, Prog Hop outstanding song known around the world um number three last week it was number four for reasons beyond me it peaked at number three because the song that was at number one is utter shite Um, and um it's been on the chart for four weeks by now but it should have been on the chart forever it's on decca and the song is music yeah, I agree. It is an absolute classic. It's John Miles. It is John Miles. Music I was mean, my first love. And, and it, it will be, be my last. My last. Music of the future. Music of the past. past. To live without my music is impossible to do. To do. But in this world of trouble, my music pulls me through. Pulls me through. Dun, 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 dun. It's a, such a good song. Absolutely brilliant song. So, If I were on the radio tomorrow morning, which I'm not, because I'm off now till Tuesday, I would play it because it is well, all wonderful. I might be, uh, I might actually be around towards the back end of next week, so uh, we'll uh, maybe play a few of these. Anyway, oh. um, right, love this one, love this one. Number two, last week it was number two, peaked at number two. Um, on twentieth century records. Oh, we've had them before. We have. Don't um, remember who it was, but yeah. The song is You See the Trouble with Me. 
is that the walrus of love? The walrus of love. The, the man of love. for more pregnancies than any other musician. Yeah, Barry White. I absolutely love Barry White. He, I've got his greatest hits, and every one is an absolute banger. He's of that genre. He is peerless, and I love that song. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, right, and well, that leaves us with one is absolute one. shite. You said, which is interesting. That doesn't narrow it down a great deal, probably from nineteen seventy six. Well, is num- it I mean, a novelty it, hit or just a band that well, you hate? It's, just- no, it, it's a song that I can't stand. Um, I mean, it's just, it's horrible. Every conceivable level made worse by the connotation that goes along with it um, shortly. Um, number one, last week it was number one. It peaked oh. No, no, it can't be that. It was um, five weeks on the chart so far. On Pi. Bad start. Yeah. Never a great Pi fan. Ironically for me. (laughs) I love Pies. Um, Just not this sort. Um, And the song is Save Your Kisses for Me. Now we are talking Eurovision. That's why I said we're just to be, we're coming up to that time. That time of the year. And of course, it is the Brotherhood of Man. The, the UK's attempt at ABBA, maybe. Mm. And they were pretty awful, I must admit. They were execrable. When, you, when, when I think that this was probably their best song. Yeah, it was. It, it, does, it does say a lot about the rest of the dross that they came out with. I mean, they were just... Well, when we do the Eurovision show in mid May, I'm going to have to start listening to some of these current year's songs. Sam sent me a little playlist of them all to listen to, which means I have to listen to them, which, you know, is a problem in that I have to listen to them. <laughs> okay, my, my, my part of that show is going to be basically to sneer at absolutely everything. <laughs> so like, like a normal show, basically. Yes, exactly. Um, no, it, I, I mean, just... Well, Jackie's looking forward to it. Yeah, well, Jackie is looking forward to it, and Rebecca's going to send me. Um, it's going to send me a bunch of ideas so that I know something about Eurovision. Because oh, basically, okay. apart from that, it's I guess sure. I'll ask. I'll ask Jackie. I'll tell her as well. I, I guess um, to pick her favourites Eurovision songs over the years, whether they're winners, not necessarily British ones, of course. No, I mean I'm, I, I will pick my favourites, but that is like asking me to choose whether I want to be a <laughs> shot or thrown off a out of a window. But uh, you know, we'll um, we'll see. Anyway, that's uh, sometimes well, we've got something to live up to now. I mean, the last few years having a having a vote to see which song represent is going to represent the UK at Eurovision has been absolutely ridiculous. It's like, as I've said this before, it's like choosing which pair of underpants you're going to wear at your own execution. Yes, exactly. We, <laughs> so poorly. Null point. Null point. I mean, it, we were rivaling Norway for how bad we were at one stage. Yeah. There we go. Um, so, so yes, badly badly. Awful. Dreadful song. Um, I, I should maybe count, not being uh, modest about this, we should, should maybe count the ones that I didn't get right, because then we can... I'll let you do the maths. So well, I've listen, got... mate, don't ask me to do maths. One, I'm two, a question master. Three. Well, 
only only th- one, two, three, four, four wrong, but I got a half a mark. I don't know why. And you got a third of a mark. Where the happy people go. And I got a third of a mark for guys and dolls. I think we should take that because it's far too complicated maths-wise. We'll take that third off, I think. All right. Well, I'll give you a half for that then. So, All right. That'll round it up to, uh, to right, one. So, so basically, you got five, So you got 45 out of 50. So you did very well. Yeah, 45 out of 50. So when I looked at the top of the charts, I thought, well, you're going to get all of these. So, but it, I, you know, down in the bowels, I thought, yeah, bit of bit of rat, a uh, bit of um, bit of goat, you know. It's, he's he's not going to get that one. I, a ram goat liver. Ram goat. What a stupid and, and title that Roger, was. And Roger Collin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, forty-five out of fifty, was, which, is, which is damn close, I think, to ninety percent. Yeah, it's very good. Not quite, but it's nearly 90%. Did, and, and, and did you get 90% in any of the O-levels you were sitting in this year? I did not. Okay, well, I thought I'd No, I didn't, no. I, I just told you I was put right off by <laughs> being called Peter when I walked into the examination room. It's a real downer. It's a real downer when that happens. <laughs> I, I'm disappointed. I didn't. There's, well, the ones I got wrong, well, obviously, ram goat liver. I mean, I, I defy anyone to get that one. Ram goat liver. <laughs> maybe, maybe Harold Melbourne in the Blue Notes. I could have had a stab at when you talk about Philly sound as a possibility, but I can't remember who I went for now. Did I go for Love Unlimited or Barry White or something or something like that? Yeah, you went for Barry White. Um, that's where the happy people go. Uh, life is too short, girl. Whichever way you want to read it out, life is too short, girl. It's not like one of those hashtags that you can read wrongly, is it? Now, to be careful, I don't know, game got me thinking now um, of that classic Susan Boyle, her debut album, that hashtag she put out, or it was put out. Oh, no, don't go there. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Susan Album Party. If you, if you, if you, if, <laughs> no, if you write it out, and no, people, if you don't, put no. cap, you don't put capital letters, at the start of each word, which you always should do on a hashtag. You can use it all sorts of ways. So, And people did. Susan Album Party doesn't look like that necessarily when you read it. No, it and doesn't. there's another one just recently I was reading about when a lot of share fans were particularly concerned when there was a hashtag saying, now that share's dead, did you, do you remember that one? Yeah. It wasn't now that Cher's dead. It was now Thatcher's dead. <laughs> it's the same. It's Not quite the same. Is. Not quite the same, but that was, was what it, it was. wasn't. I don't think it was 1976. I think it was 1975, my first term at uni. Um, General Franco died. And um, the, um, the, the Socialist Workers' Party and the Spartacus League decided this was a very, very good reason to have a Franco's Dead Disco in the, in the Student Union, which um, you uh, turned up to to listen to, um, you know, whatever it was um, far-left socialists listened to when a fascist dictator died. And I have a piece of student history, in case you're in the slightest bit interested. <laughs> so of course, of course I'm slightly, very slightly interested. <laughs> Not, not a huge amount, but... but a, <laughs> not massively. Right. It was Slightly a modicum. <laughs> well, thank you very much. We got it done. It's still daylight-ish. It's it is. getting a little bit dusty. And I can go and eat. 
Yeah, good idea. It's a Which good is plan. Marvelous. I'm going to go and uh, I prepared something before it had to be you turned prepared on. Prepared something a little earlier. Yes, son number two will be put it would have put that on hopefully about ten ten or so minutes ago. So I can I can sit down and eat that comfortable in the knowledge that we have completed episode ninety-six of Off the Record with a ninety percent. Very good. Now we do have one challenge for next week, <laughs> depending on what day you're planning on doing this. And I mean now God knows. Um, but <laughs> or what? Should be back to Wednesday. Should be back to Wednesday. Right, okay. Well, so, so I will be driving back from Bristol at some point on Wednesday morning. So, um, and I'm away for the whole of the period between now and then. So we need to do some planning, and I won't have anything to plan with. So we need to come okay. up with something. Either, either do something, yeah, that you can prepare or not yes. prepare, as the case may be. All right. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do, do another just, chart. You never know. You never well, know. We could do that. Yeah, I mean, that's as easy a way of doing it as any. We can discuss at, a, a, uh, at a later venture. Okay. Later. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Later date. A later date, whatever. Yeah, okay. Right, thank you very much, sir. It was my pleasure. Sir Good Peter fun. Willis. Sir Peter Willis from Twitter. Sir Peter Willis from Twitter. Yes, indeed. <laughs> sir Peter Willis. <laughs> and that completes the, uh, the voting for 1976 of this week, the UK chart. Quite happy with that result, I think. And um, yeah, rather generous with the Beatle references, I must admit, but <laughs> we take them all, even yesterday. And work. this podcast will be posted uh, over the weekend, hopefully, to the usual places Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, etc. etc. Yeah, that's more Latin for you. Yeah, I'm very impressed. We've had status quo and we've had etc. Um, and of course, one day we will 100%, not 90%, 100% be on the BBC. The BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation. We will be there. And you guys can say we were with you before all the, the BBC, way through. All the way through. Until the BBC picked us up. <laughs> And then they'll dump us <laughs> as quickly as you like. That right. would be the first time that we mentioned the Brexit Broadcasting Corporation, of course. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, all cheers, I can say is that's a good evening from me. And it's a good evening from him. Not off. Not off. Cheers. <laughs>